Hello and welcome to the Health by Matt podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wilkinson. I'll be giving you my insights into all things health and fitness and a few opinions on random news as well along the way. Let's get going. Hello guys, welcome to episode two. Um, Thank you if you came back after the first episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Always, always, always open to your feedback. So please send it to me. Don't think you're being critical. Um, Don't think you're being picky at the end of the day you people are the ones that i am making this for so obviously if you don't like something tell me or if you've got ideas tell me um and i'll put it in and i'll credit you as well i guess um so coming up in today's episode we're going to get straight into the questions we've got two questions that's it they are quite detailed so we've got a lot to cover and hence why we're going straight into them we'll be looking at reasons to hire a personal trainer um, and reasons not to as well i'm going to try and be as unbiased as i can um i do understand there's a lot of not so great trainers out there as well so i'll try and give you some tips on what to look for um and also i'm going to cover a few options for people that might not have the budget to afford um a personal trainer or just want to go about it themselves we'll also be touching on recovery time and how much training should you do and how long should you recover between sessions specifically we'll be going into arm training um, so the frequency how much should you be doing should you be doing heavy weight and low reps or should you be doing lightweight and loads of reps and loads of volume we'll cover that later on and um, but to start with we'll get straight into it first question is from mike he's a friend from sheffield i played football against him um so let's get going what have you got to say mike so this one's a little bit of a i tend to throw a load of subjects in together i guess so um one of the reasons i like your posts and i like your approach is because you kind of keep it you've got a very kind of um calm and focused approach you don't kind of go in for all the kind of um hype and hoopla you you've got a very kind of um practical um approach it makes sense um you've got evidence-based stuff and you kind of break it down in a way that when you when you listen to it you read it you you view it it's just calm and it just makes sense and you feel reassured uh listening and watching your stuff so i was just wondering um I and what it what it does for me is it helps me because I tend to get injuries and I tend I think to get that through overtraining and pushing myself too much and going too hard. So and I certainly in the gym I'm in um, it's not one of the more expensive or one of the cheaper ones. It's um, JD gyms, which is pretty good. Um, but you see a lot of people in there just really you know the technique that they're using is just terrible, and you wonder about how they create injuries. Um, so that kind of more relaxed uh, approach that you have, that more sort of focused approach is something I'm having to learn to do. So I, I can definitely see absolutely the benefit of uh, a PT. I've seen some PTs and sort of um, seen them around in different gyms and they seem to almost perpetuate this, the, you know, this idea of push, go, push, go, you know, train really hard. Um, and I'm not sure that's ultimately that helpful. So I just wondered if you could say a little bit about that, obviously without kind of denigrating any people in your profession, but just kind of sort of reiterating the approach you have and why that's helpful um, and how you can kind of avoid injuries by training the proper way 
and perhaps for people maybe on a budget. Um, realistically, how much, how many options are there for PTs out there? Because I think if you've got somebody that knows what they're doing to guide you, then that's, you know, that's, that saves you money in many ways. If, if you certainly, if you want results, um, you'll get them better, quicker and safer without injuries and without time off training. Uh, so I think, you know, if you can say something about that and about that approach, um, in terms of avoiding injuries and, and what would you say is, is there, is there an average in terms of having a PT? Would it be once a week? Um, twice a month, once a month, because you get results of once a month, um, just to kind of give people a, a, an experience of, you know, what it what it would be like kind of training with a PT, I guess. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Right. Um, awesome question, or questions, should we say. I think that was about two and a half minutes worth, maybe. Um, but some, some really thought-provoking uh, questions or um, statements from Mike, which I'm going to try and touch on as much of it as possible, but I am going to try and group it all into one um, topic area. So let's start with a few areas of where I think um, a personal trainer can help. And then if you can't afford a personal trainer, maybe the other options that you might have um, of of gaining these benefits without having to actually hire or pay for a personal trainer. Don't get me wrong, I think if you can hire a coach, whether it's for your health and fitness or whether it's for starting a business, um, sports, for passing a course, anything like that, if you can hire a coach and you can have someone guide you through a process, as much as a lot of people want to figure it out from themselves, which I admire, you can save yourself so much stress, um, time, energy, effort, and probably money in the long run as well if you just right from the start commit to do something properly right from the start and invest in yourself and um, i always find it amazing how much some people used to spend on nights out um the friday night after work with the lads but couldn't pull the trigger on paying for a personal trainer for a small period of time even just to learn um, and set themselves up for success ultimately for the rest of their life so first area i think personal trainers can help people progress is the accountability if i'm paying for a session and i'm going to go once a week and pay a substantial amount of money for say i don't know six weeks um every thursday seven o'clock without fail i'm meeting i'm doing the session with the trainer and then he's going to give me hopefully or she is going to give me a session and other sessions to do for the rest of that week hopefully not all trainers do this uh, most of them will but hopefully that's the way they work everybody's different though um, so if i know that next thursday if i've not been putting the work in between sessions i'm going to look a little bit stupid so it's that accountability of not wanting to let somebody down but then it's also the accountability of i've paid for this so i'm i'm investing myself um, into the cost that I've already spent on on doing this. So the the reason I think this is so valuable, being accountable um, for every session, is basically because consistency is what will bring you results in health and fitness world. It's not a, a two week shred, or it's not a lose thirty pounds in six weeks diet that you found in a magazine. It's consistency week in, week out, doing the right things, being accountable for your actions, um, and just generally doing it over and over again through a long period of time. 
there's this common misconception that our health and fitness is a destination and this is going to get really hippie perhaps really quickly but um it's not a destination the only destination at the end of the day is a box and six feet underground and oh that's a little bit morbid maybe for a monday night but at the end of the day if you stop uh, exercising you stop eating right you stop training um and stop focusing on your health and fitness you're gonna lose it it's it's really that simple um so focus on the journey and learn from somebody who knows how to make that journey an enjoyable and productive one so if you can't afford to hire a personal trainer or you simply don't want to for whatever reason i'm not going to get into that right now um, but i do have a few options a few takeaways that you can implement straight away um, to actually gain the advantage of this accountability without a personal trainer so option number one find a friend that will come to the gym with you you're less likely to let a friend down than just some random personal trainer at the gym because your friend will probably remind you of this a hundred times over if you just simply let them down um, and you're stood in the middle of the gym by yourself looking like a bit of a weirdo waiting for your friend who's still at home smashing the Pringles. So you find a friend, they will help you gain this accountability advantage without the cost of a personal trainer. Now, the problem with this is if you can find a friend um, where you can line up your schedules perfectly, that you can both get to the gym, say, three times a week together, and you're not gonna sell each other out, then that's the first box ticked. However, the problem with this is if you've got one of those friends that likes to skip out of things, um, it's a rainy Thursday night you're knackered from being at work all day they text you 15 minutes before you're due to set off to the gym whilst you sat on the sofa box of Pringles next to you and they say don't know if I can make it this week mate might have to give it a miss or rearrange what do you think are you gonna feel motivated to go to the gym or are you gonna say yeah let's go tomorrow so you can see straight away besides my dodgy acting that if you were just by yourself you actually might have gone to the gym but it's almost as if this friend might be dragging you down if they want to skip out of it because you can't control their life you can't control their feelings their motivation um, and their problems so if they skip out they could drag you down as well so you need to be careful of that now a second option it's a little bit more of a ballsy one um, but here goes so find a friend or family member that is willing to take money off you <laughs> now you might think that's that's not too hard actually especially if it's a family member and they're younger um, but hear me out on this so if you say to um, family or friend I'm going to give you a hundred pounds on the first of every month now if I've not say sent a picture of myself at the gym three times a week throughout the whole month so let's say 12 times total and tagged myself at the gym you get to keep that 100 pounds at the end of the month if i do go 12 times or more then i get that 100 pounds back so it's almost like an accountability um out of financial fear if nothing else now the problem with this one is 
you're going to give that money to somebody you trust and someone that's quite close to you. You're not just going to go and give £100 to the random man sat at the side of the gym asking for spare change. You're going to give it to somebody you trust just in case you need it back for some emergency. The problem with this is, though, that they'll probably just give you your money back. You might go to the gym twice, and then they'll feel sorry for you, and they'll just give you your money back. And that's not solved anything. It's literally not solved anything. You've just wasted their time, if anything. So find some one of your friends that's a little bit mean, um, that's a little bit of a see you next Tuesday, and then out of fear that they might actually keep your cash, you're probably going to go to the gym. So that's two options for you um, on the accountability factor. Now, the next potential benefit of hiring a personal trainer. So I think this one goes without saying, it's having a personalized training program designed specifically for what you want to achieve. Now, one thing I would say is if you went to 25 different personal trainers and you told them the specific goal you want to achieve, I could put my money on that a lot of those programs would look very similar. Um, now, one thing that you won't get if you just Google a training program um, is the nitty gritty information that between the lines, um, bits of information and feedback and tips that that is the real gold in, in essence um, of a training program. Anybody can write a training program, anybody can Google a training program. Um, I would put my money on if you gave me a poorly designed training program, but I executed it as best as I could personally, I could probably get more results from that myself than if you gave me the most perfect training program going and I half-assed it. Um, the execution and how you uh, go about doing these exercises is way more important than the actual program itself so if you find a good trainer they're going to actually help you execute these exercises better and get more from them if you don't have a good trainer though he's literally just going to give you the program and start staring around the gym aimlessly looking at the clock looking at his watch wondering when the last set is and he can go and eat some more chicken and broccoli so if that's the case just go on google type in program for whatever you want to achieve find a free one and off you roll because Kev, he ain't no good. One thing I will say just before you move on from this point is if your goal revolves around doing anything new or any exercises that can cause quite serious injury or quite complex, so for example, you just decide I want to get dead strong, build up my legs, um, build up the muscles in my legs, don't just go to the gym tomorrow and start doing heavy deadlifts because you watched some douchebag from America on YouTube do it hire somebody that knows how to do this because a slip disc probably isn't much fun if you want to do that go and do crossfit joking i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking please don't butcher me however if you simply want to just lose a little bit of weight do the bare minimum exercise wise to get yourself in shape which is completely fine and um, everyone's got their own priorities everyone's got their own things going on in their lives if you just want to do the bare minimum to tick some boxes to make yourself feel better have a little bit more energy and lose a little bit of weight you probably don't need to hire a trainer to tell you how to do a 20 minute i don't know treadmill walk or cross trainer or 
Um, you really don't need to get that deep into the exercise science. You just need to do a bit, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I think I answered that bit. So before we move on, I just want to touch on the last little bit that Mike mentioned in the question as well about... Um, he said he likes to go too far with his training sometimes. He pushes himself too much and he ends up getting injured. Um, I'm unfortunately, in the past, not so much now, but very guilty of this myself. Um, I don't know what it is. I'm just one of those people that when you get into it, it's just really enjoyable. So I end up doing too much. I have done previously. I've given myself little niggling injuries. You know, things are starting aching. Um, so having a personal trainer, having a good personal trainer, which I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot saying that, but having a good personal trainer, he will manage your total volume of exercise each week. And he'll also probably help you with some recovery, you know, give you advice on diet, some sleep, um, stretching, all that kind of stuff. Whereas if you don't have a trainer, how are you supposed to know what you should and shouldn't be doing? Um, I don't like to sit here pretending to be the um, know-all, Mr. Everything, look at how perfect I am, but there is, unfortunately, a lot of personal trainers which are the flip side of this, and they believe that hurting their clients physically and emotionally, in some cases, makes them a better trainer. Making people throw up is not being a good trainer this applies to fitness instructors that take classes as well making people throw up is not a skill and ability or by any means um the sign of a good session so yeah uh, i think i answered that or i think i said some stuff in response to the stuff that mike said so let's move on to the second question um this comes from katie and it's about arm training how often each week would I need to train my arms in order for them to get muscly. I've recently noticed that I'm toning up more, um, but I would like my arms to become more muscly. And I'm wondering if it's something I need to do every day or every other day. Um, and also, do I do low weights with high reps or high weights with low reps? Another good question. Um, so let's start with the numbers before we get into anything a bit more complicated. So by arms, we're referring to biceps and triceps. Um, so let's get right in. Biceps and triceps, I would suggest that you train them 10 working sets each per week over one to three sessions. Um, 15, maybe as high as 20 if you're an advanced lifter, and maybe even a little bit under 10, 10 working sets per week if you're a beginner, um, over one to three sessions. So let's take 15 sets for biceps, 15 sets for triceps a week, and you trained three times. That would be five sets per session on each muscle, and that's plenty. The reason for these numbers is if you don't do enough total volume, you're not going to trigger uh, muscle growth. Um, by muscle growth, this is anything to do with toning, shaping, sculpting, building um, that muscle that's going to give you that, that good aesthetic look in your arms. And the other side, if you do too much, if you go over 20, 20 sets, you probably either um, 
doing too much that you're going to cause recovery issues so maybe injuries your elbows might start aching or your shoulders might start aching um, or you're just simply wasting your time you're better off doing less sets and making them harder um, pushing a little bit harder than actually just doing more more and more and more and more and just kind of half-assing your way through every set telling everybody that you've done 300 sets on biceps this week nobody cares the only thing people care about is the end result do 10 15 as high as maybe 20 sets per week on biceps and triceps make the sets hard and you'll get your results now as far as the weight and the reps go i would suggest starting with a heavier weight that you could do anything from maybe six reps up to eight reps for the first set or two and then later on in the session i would do more burnout sets so maybe 10 12 15 reps for your set so if you're doing 15 sets a week for biceps you might do five sets where you do six reps with a heavyweight you might do another five sets where you do 10 reps with a moderate weight and then you might do five sets with a lighter weight where you do 15 to 20 reps so you get a good spectrum of stimulus from heavy weights light weights low reps high reps now most importantly before absolutely everything going back to what we just said earlier and um, when i was going into mic session it is the execution of the exercise that will determine your results not the exercise not the numbers not the reps the execution is king over everything if you can't feel a muscle working it isn't working very much so if you finish a set of bicep curls and you only feel it in the front part of your shoulder, your upper back, your forearms and your wrists, and you don't really feel it in your biceps, guess what? You're not going to get much progress in your biceps. I know that sounds really, really patronizing in the way that I said that, but you would be amazed at the amount of people that don't get this concept. People think that just because they're doing a bicep curl, their bicep knows this, and the bicep's gonna grow and get dead strong and, and look better. Your bicep doesn't know this. Your bicep understands tension. Oh, it's a deep burn. Oh, it's so deep. Ah. Oh, I could barely lift my right arm because I did so many. I don't know if you heard me counting, I did over a thousand. And believe you me, when you get the right tension through a muscle, you will feel that muscle burning. It'll get tight, it'll be uncomfortable. Um, you'll get that lactic acid burn. If you can't feel that, it's not working. So if it isn't, change the weight either heavier or lighter because that might be affecting how much you feel it or change the exercise completely because some exercises just don't suit some body types. Some body shapes don't fit exercises well. Takeaways from this then, 10 to 20 sets per week for biceps, 10 to 20 sets per week for triceps over one to three sessions space it out how you like do a heavy weight that you might only be able to do six to eight reps for but also do some lighter weight where you'll be doing more like 15 up to maybe 20 reps if you can't feel it working your bicep or tricep it isn't working so change the weight or change the exercise and that wraps up episode number two so to recap whether or not you can afford a personal trainer 
find a way to make yourself accountable for your health and fitness. Put the Pringles down. How you execute a program is ultimately more important than the program you're doing. So if you need to hire somebody to be able to complete these exercises better and more productively, then you need to hire a coach. Once you pop, the fun does stop. Be wary of personal trainers and fitness instructors that are trying to make people throw up too much. This is a telltale sign of somebody that doesn't know exactly what they're doing, unfortunately. Anyone seen the Pringles? And lastly, don't be afraid to train your biceps and triceps, even for the ladies out there. It is not going to make your arms huge. It's actually going to make them look better, more defined and toned. You're not going to put loads of size on and look like a bodybuilder. It's going to help the way you look in your upper body. And that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Again, as always, feedback, feedback, feedback. Please, I really want to make this something um, of value. You can get me on Instagram at at healthbymatt or email me at mattwilkinsonuk at gmail.com. Thank you and I'll hopefully see you or you'll hear me in another episode next week. See you later.